This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Monday, September the 12th. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, we got WASD coming up today. We got crop progress coming up today. It's going to be an interesting ride, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be wild. We've already seen some volatility uh, in the markets in the overnight, so I wouldn't expect yeah, expect any less uh, once we get these numbers in front of us. So, what are we expecting to see today? We're looking for a cut to uh, to corn yields. Uh, actually, uh, corn. Uh, uh, corn production, corn yields uh, should be uh, should be lower. We're looking at a drop of about three bushels an acre uh, on corn. That would be a that would be a pretty substantial drop for this time of the year. Uh, on production, uh, dropping about uh, 250 to 300 million uh, bushels. On the soybean side of things, um, only a minor drop uh, of about a half a bushel uh, from last month. Uh, this puts us back in line with where we're at in July. So I'm not really sure what uh, what anybody's uh, really thinking at this point. I know that uh, some of the uh, estimates out there have been a little bit lower, but nobody's really given up the ghost on the uh, soybeans uh, at this point. So uh, I would look a little bit uh, neutral to slightly bearish on the uh, on the beans, uh, maybe uh, friendly, uh, obviously, with the, uh, the corn. Uh, when it comes to ending stocks, uh, same thing on the beans, neutral, um, but we are looking for a fairly substantial drop in new crop ending stocks from 1.388 billion down to about 1.217 billion. So that would be a fairly uh, substantial drop on corn. We want to make sure that uh, uh, we are prepared for it. If we get that, if we get that number, we're actually appropriately uh, priced right now. But that doesn't mean we won't see maybe a run at that old gap at the, that 724, 728 area. So now, obviously, if we have the situation develop where we have carryout go down, obviously it's a, a situation where now what are we going to do with stocks? Is there going to be rationing, things like that? But also, though, we're also hearing that China is not buying as much. And what's our marketplace looking like outside of China, you know, as, as far as getting that corn moved if we do see a lower carryout? Well, we will still continue to see uh, see sales, and that's uh, we don't expect to see big sales uh, for uh, to China at this time of the year anyway, because we know that uh, Brazil is still uh, still shipping. But uh, the big one, uh, as long as uh, Mexico continues to buy for from us, they are our number one uh, corn buyer year over year. Obviously, there's been a little bit of a shakeup with that with uh, China here over the last couple of years, but. They are still solid. You will see some to uh, some of the other Asian nations. Um, there's still could, still talk that there could be some uh, some carryover, some uh, some uh, side buying uh, from some of the uh, EU countries because they're having tr- maybe they're having some trouble getting it from the Ukraine. We know that they're supposed to be shipping to some of the more needy countries than some of the first world countries, and we know the e- the EU and and parts of uh, other parts of Europe had a, a pretty substantial drought that brought down their overall grain production uh, in general. But now we know that EU has all these uh, barriers in place considering uh, GMOs. Are we thinking they will relax that a little bit if they're, if the need is there? I think they will have to. I mean, I know that it, that is a big deal and there's only so much GMO uh, corn to, to go around and that is going to be a, a, a big issue. But the problem that you run into is you still, uh, first and foremost, need to feed your people and, or, you know, and some of that is feeding the animals to feed the people. So you need to make sure that you are taking care of that uh, priority, A, number one. 
All right, and last week we know we hit some interesting times in the middle of the week with the fact that Putin was talking about revisiting the exports from Ukraine. Have we heard more on that? What's the situation we're seeing out of there? Nothing substantial yet. Uh, We are hearing that the U.S. is trying to uh, work with the U.N. uh, in the negotiation process. We heard that uh, Russia had 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 some conversations last week. That's why we saw things uh, ease back. uh, I think it was on Wednesday. Uh, So there is still that kind of up in the air. We never know until it actually happens with uh, with this whole thing. I mean, we we didn't think that the the actual shipping uh, uh, shipping safe passage was going to actually happen and here it's it's gone uh, and it's gone very well um so until it actually becomes a we're pulling out of this or we're changing the uh, the agreement uh there's nothing that we can really get that uh, overly excited about uh, with regard to that it's going to move the market but you can't you can't stay in one direction until you get some sort of com- confirmation of it all right, switching over to the livestock side of things, Greg, we obviously ended the week pretty good in both beef and pork. Uh, what are we looking at heading into this week? Well, I think we're going to see more of the same. The uh, the hogs uh, feel like they've started to uh, to turn a corner here. Now, they've, uh, they've started to work their way back up um, two days in a row to finish out the week. Very strong. You went three out of the last four of uh, looked. Good. Uh, so I think we'll start to uh, start to work our way back up. The uh, the first uh, spot that we have to be watching for is that ninety four ninety five area in the in the October contract. We also know that uh, National Pork Month is coming up, so there should there could be some pre buying for that as well. Um, seasonally, uh, we're getting to that point. It's not we're not there yet, but we're getting to that point where we start to work our way back up uh, uh, and start to go higher into the end of the year. So on the uh, on the cattle side of things, we're starting to see them uh, bounce back up a little bit uh, here as well. They had taken uh, about two weeks uh, of a downtrend, started to rebound towards the end of uh, the week before uh, the holiday, and uh, continued to rebound. So we're back up near uh, near contract highs on the feeder side of things. Uh, we're looking a little bit suspect right now. We look good. We've had a nice uh, nice recovery rally, but we are getting close to a potential head and shoulders top, which would be negative uh, uh, from a chart uh, perspective. All right, Greg. So a lot of good information as always. If folks want to talk market strategies with you guys at Allendale, how do they get in touch? They give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg. Well, thanks so much for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale here on the Opening Market Podcast. We'll go ahead and run down those market numbers for you. December corn down three and a half at six eighty one and a quarter. March down three and a half at six eighty five and three quarters. November beans up five and a quarter at fourteen seventeen and a half. January beans up five and a quarter at fourteen twenty two and three quarters. Soy meal up three dollars and twenty cents at four eighteen even. Soy oil up fifty six cents at sixty seven twenty four. Chicago wheat down five and a quarter at eight sixty. Four and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat is down eight at nine nineteen and a half. Kansas wheat down three and three quarters at nine twenty five and a half. Oats up five and three quarters at three ninety nine. December live cattle are up twenty five cents at one fifty one twenty two. September feeders up a dime at one eighty three ten. October lean hogs down seven cents at ninety three ten. Pork cutouts are unchanged at one zero two ninety five. Class three milk unchanged for September at nineteen seventy nine. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us today on the Opening Market Podcast here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.